0: This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. While you remain standing, allow me to to salute salute Dr. Theo and Dr. Bev. I love love you both, both. and I want to want to serve you. It'll be a true son to you. I really wonder, wonder what this nation would have been without you. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Would you. lift, lift up your hands, hands and? honor the Lord. There's a miracle with your name on it. You are the Joseph in your family. And the millionaires in your house Is about to become younger and younger and younger and younger and younger and younger and younger. younger younger. Give him the best 30 second praise you can ever give him. 15. Five, three, two, one. You may take your seats, thank you. (laughs) When I look at my journey in ministry, then I think I'll be more comfortable in telling you how many times I've failed and missed God And you will learn more from my failures than what you could learn from my secrets of success. And when we started out in ministry, obviously very passionate and very excited. And I've drawn drawn strength from Dr. Theo for many, many years, since the 80s. I never in my wildest dreams could ever believe that God would be so gracious upon my life that one day I would come so close to you. And stand in your shadow and and be blessed by your ministry in this measure. I want to talk for a few moments that I have on the inner circle. And in business and in ministry, somehow you will develop a group of people that needs to have your DNA, that shares your vision in the same measure that you passionately believe that God can do it. But what happens when the inner circle fails? Or what happens when you've made the wrong selection for the people that are so close to you? And I've seen how that the inner circle can multiply you. And if we make the wrong decision in business, how the inner circle can divide you and ruin your life. I think of the amazing three gentlemen of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in Daniel chapter 3. And then the trio and the power of agreement that was amongst them. I'm not so sure if Daniel would have been that bold if he was alone. But it is the companionship and the comrade of the three that help him to say, we will not bow. The church is now coming into a place and a time Of possibly the greatest persecution ever. Never ever has the hourglass running out for the church to become the church. I love what I see here today. This is not normal church. And I cannot have normal church. I need to see God's power. I need to see people delivered, people healed and people getting saved. And we cannot become into a ritual even if it is a charismatic ritual. We need to have such a desire for the Holy Ghost and have fellowship with Him and not be satisfied with only three drops of the Holy Ghost. And we need to get accustomed to warfare. And this is the kind of warfare where the enemy does not play according to the rules. And the church will become violent in these next few years. And the violent will take it by force and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. I'm here to to release some prophetic utterances. Many of you have prophecies that you've been waiting on for the last 10 and 20 years. Well, the child is coming into the birthing canal into alignment and your water is about to break. And you're going to give birth for the very things that God has prophesied upon your life as you are coming into manifestation mode. I want to maybe also bring a word of caution. There is no anointing in rebellion. Shout, there is no anointing in rebellion. There's also no anointing at a discount price. You will have to pay the full price. If you want a breakthrough in your life, something will have to break. Our greatest achievement in ministry, and our greatest joy, is to see people saved, to see them healed, and to see them delivered. Earlier this year, I had a meeting with Dr. Andre, uh, Johnny, and Pastor Greg, and in that meeting, my connection with CFC, they shared with me the divine connection with people, how to pastor, how to stewardship, and administration. I went back home, and we've implemented their council and this year we've seen a record of 2380 salvations in church and we have a goal of having 3000 salvations by the 31st of december and we've seen 600 people go through the new believers class this year only dr theo quote and he said if you pray in the spirit you will not miss the guidance of the holy spirit When he comes and speaks to you. Then he also quote, those who fulfill God's purpose will have authority in his kingdom. And when you quote verse and scripture to your sickness and to your financial challenge, it is God himself speaking through you into your situation. I was blessed by these quotes and I've applied it into my personal life. And I've seen breakthrough upon breakthrough happening. Speaking about the inner core in church, in business, we start off with a crowd. The crowd is the kind of people, they only come to church for fish and bread. And the day when the church don't give them fish and bread, they complain and then they leave. And then we also have the, the group of 500. When Jesus rose from the dead, he appeared unto 500. They are the marketing campaign. And the people come to church, even when they gossip about the church, they market the church. But then from the 500 to 120 that was empowered by the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, we find that about 380 people were disqualified that never experienced the outpour of the Holy Ghost in that measure. And then there was the 70, and then there was the 12, and then there was the three. The three was quite amazing characters. <laughs> I mean, we have James and John, Sons of thunder. They call down fire from heaven and burn down people if they don't give Jesus a good welcome. <laughs> and then we have Peter, panga man Peter, swearing Peter. And I mean Peter never stops swearing. I mean he was a fisherman, and he swore until to the last day when the lady says, "You one of them? You speak just like them." And here Malchus comes up at the time of the betrayal. Peter didn't waste no time pulled out the sword, cut the man's ear off with accuracy, <laughs> as if we have done it before. <laughs> and Jesus was there just to pick it up and put it back and says, Peter, those that love by the sword died by the sword, and fortunately, Peter escaped that. But I really want to ask you, who does want such kind of guys in your inner circle? And what about the mom of the sons of Zebedee that says, One of my children sit on the right and the other one sit on the left. So they were position crazy. You don't need normal people in your inner circle. I always say those that are closest to me needs to be a little bit cuckoo. Because we believe God for the impossible. We believe God can do it now. Now, Hebrews 13:7 says, remember your leaders, those who spoke the word of God over you and consider their outcome and their way of life. And Dr. it says further, imitate them. Now, for me to imitate you, I'll have to lose weight in the flesh and gain <laughs> weight in the spirit. <laughs> I want to share with you how we can miss it. One of the leaders in our, in Taberga, Port Elizabeth, he came for counseling. One of the real men, if I mention his name, you'll all know him. And he came for counseling, he wanted to be, have some time with me and I counseled with him and I shared with him. Then I felt the spirit of God comes over me and I prophesied over him and I prayed over him. Now this guy is not born again. And after I prayed over him, I sensed there's a word for his wife too and I gave the word for his wife. And when I was done, he, he was in tears and uh, he says to me, thank you for praying for me. And thank you for praying for my wife. But my wife is late 10 years already. <laughs> we sometimes miss it. But our Christian walk is not a matric exam about how many times you get it right. But when your heart is committed to God and never can't out. You know, one, one moment we sing a song and the presence of God shows up strong. Deliverance takes place. And then we sing it again the next week thinking that if we repeat the same song, we can have the same. Only to find that God has changed the formula. So that only those that seek Him really finds Him. And the kingdom of God is hidden not from you, but for you. I have never seen, I have never been this hungry, this desperate for God to show up. In Mark chapter 9 verse 2 to 3, I'll just quote these scriptures. It's the Mount of Transfiguration. The three are there. In Luke 8, 49 to 56, Jairus' daughter is dead. The house is full of disciples and people. Jesus put them all out. He only kept Peter, James, and John. The guys of thunder. (laughs) Sword, Peter. And then when he went to pray in the Garden of Gethsemane, Matthew 26, verse 36, they could not stay awake for an hour. And Jesus was fighting for his life. How about you have a leadership and you go through turmoil and they cannot warfare together with you? One day I was, I was in a, A place that I never wanted to be I called a friend of mine in Johannesburg I said to him this is what I'm facing and this is what I'm going through four hours later he called me he says where are you I said well I'm at home he says I'll see you in a few minutes I said where are you he said now I took the next flight from Johannesburg to come and join you in PE I don't have money for you I've got nothing to offer you but I cannot allow you to go through hell alone I need to just walk alongside you. So when the enemy shows up, he needs to know that you are not alone. I'm in agreement with you. And we can put 10,000 to fight. Listen, there are some things that God is going to do within your life. Because now you're unemployed, but next year this time you'll employ 100 people. There are things that God's going to do in your life because now you are a tenant. But next year this time you'll be a property owner. There are things that God's going to do within your life for now. Whatever is your income will be your tithe next year, this time. Give God a praise if you believe that. But when the glory shows up on your Mount of Transfiguration, don't take your Judas with you. Because the anointing is not for sale, it's not cheap. If Judas was at Gethsemane, he would have taken Jesus out prematurely. It's amazing that all of the miracles, all of the lame that walked, all of the blind eyes that opened, the multiplication of the bread, none of it could change Judas' heart. I have learned that when people get bitter, they never get sweet again. You must guard your heart. the inner circle. You know, Paul had a few sticks and he made a fire. Snakes comes out. I make a fire every time amongst my leadership. Because you will never know how much snakes is amongst them until you make a fire. And no enemy can stand the fire of the holy ghost Amen. there are certain times when we pray in tongues and you can hear by the melody of the vocabulary that this is worship but there are times when your tongues goes into groaning then it's warfare and your vocal cords cannot correspond to the pneumatic power that that is driven by the holy ghost It's not that my circumstances change. But I change in the circumstances when I continue to do warfare in the Holy Ghost. Businessmen, I need to warn you. You can be bankrupt in prayer. You can be in arrears in your prayer life. And Jesus made a powerful demonstration to the three, the top three. You need at least one hour a day with me. I am the CEO I am the shareholder in this company. You need to get your report from me in the spirit. And the best of warfare would be spiritual warfare. It will deal with your unseen enemies and you will have victorious and there are some battles you would not need to fight. The harvest has never been this ripe. I say the harvest has never been this ripe. In February, I made a recording. The recording said the following. My name is Jerome Liberty. This coming Sunday, the 28th of February, whatever the date was. I will be preaching on salvation, that you must be born again. And if you know that you are running away from God, and you must be born again, I need to see you in church this coming Sunday. My name is Jerome Liberty. I will be preaching God's message of salvation and repentance this Sunday. Nothing else. We're not going to give out anything. Just come and be born again. And 444 people got born again in one single day. I've started to manifest and work on the manifestation of, of the presence of God within the marketplace. I would pay at Woolworths or Checkers when I get to the payment, then I test the spiritual level. By simply saying, God is good. And one would respond from far off. All the time. The stage is set. Ministry can start. The ice is broken. Every single month, I would look in the queue for somebody I can bless and pay their whole groceries for. But not because I want to pay for their groceries. I want to set up a stage so the kingdom of God can manifest in the marketplace. You'll be amazed how people start to worship God when you pay for a full trolley of groceries and you can start having church in pick and pay. Just pay for the groceries. A simple 400 rand can give you the opportunity to proclaim that Jesus is the Christ. I want to speak about the love test. John 21 verse 15. Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? He asked him three times. Then he asked, do you love me more than these? Judas was a good man that ultimately became bad and then wanted to attack the very ministry that made him a somebody when he was a nobody. It's amazed how people that were taken out of the gutters that had no purpose, no future. Your children had no future. You came into the environment and God touched your heart and made you brand new, gave you a song and a reason to live. And then a few years later, after hearing three scriptures, now you know three scriptures. You spell prophet wrong. (laughs) And you believe you can come in rebellion against spiritual authority over your life forgetting that you were a nobody that was made a somebody by the love of God and now rebellion has taken over in your heart. Do you still love me more than these? Now many people can take your blessing. I've seen it happen in my business, in ministry. As long as you bless them, you are an angel from heaven. But the day when you correct them, In Matthew 16, 23, Jesus, he turned and said to Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art offence unto me, for you do not understand the things of God. Now imagine I must tell one of my leadership, get thee behind me, Satan. <laughs> he said to, to James and John, You do not know what spirit you are of. How do we know that you are a son of this house? It's not when you can take the blessing. But can you also take the correction? Can you handle the correction? In Luke chapter 9, the disciples comes back and they say, Jesus, even demons are subjected to thy thy name. And Jesus looked at these guys and says, wow, I sent you out to go heal the sick. And you come back with bragging rights. (laughs) And he took them away to a deserted place. Took them away from people because I first need to teach you these things. I was so blessed by Dr. Theo. I came here for the last son's meeting. He spoke on 1 Corinthians 13. It shifted my life forever. If love is not present in ministry we might just as well close the doors. And they uh, said even, even demons are subjected to us. Jesus says well let me take you to a deserted place. You know you will always find in church there is somebody that believes he is more anointed than the said man. Every church produces such a guy. I've heard it in our church Also and the challenge in my case, he wasn't wrong. <laughs> so one day, I sent him out. I couldn't make a meeting. I sent him out to go preach in my place. So he went. He came back. Yo! He was full of bragging rights. I asked him for a report of what has happened. He says, man of pastor, man of God. God moved. Yeah. I said, wow. He said, the people, they cried. I said, no, you are anointed, man. I mean, because when I preach, the people don't cry. You preach, the people cry. But then I was reminded, actually, but listen, wasn't this a memorial service that I sent you to <laughs> You need to understand there's something about the microphone. It will magnify whatever you put into it. If you are a fool, it will magnify the foolishness. You need to get your wisdom from God. Amen. I want to talk about something which is so dear to my heart. It's the ultimate test in ministry. It's found in Luke chapter 9. I know I haven't given you this particular scripture. But let me read it for you. It says, Jesus was speaking. He he told them the first time, the son of man is about to die. They said nothing. They were quiet. Now imagine if I tell you I'm dying tonight or tomorrow. You should take it serious, man. (laughs) And Jesus told them the son of man is about to die. They they did nothing. The inner circle said nothing. The disciples said nothing. The son of man is about to die. So a little bit later, I believe Jesus raised his voice here in verse 44, Luke chapter 9. And then he said to them, let this saying sink into your ears. The Son of Man shall be delivered into the hands of men and he is about to die. Verse 45 says they did not understand what he was saying. But look at verse 46. Verse 46 says, then there arose a reasoning amongst them. Which of them should be the greatest? He's gonna die. Which one of us is gonna take over this ministry? <laughs> I walked on water a few times, you you guys stayed in the boat, I'm the right guy to take over this ministry. The Son of Man is about to die. And they reasoned amongst them who will be the greatest. Every born again believer must desire the Holy Ghost, must desire a burning bush experience, and must desire. Baptism in fire. I was born in fire. I cannot live in smoke. The sufferings of this present time cannot be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in you. Not so long ago, in El Dorado Park, Jamila Center, those of you that knows the area, there's a church opposite there. I stayed for a full year in that church next to the ladies' toilet. I discovered the microwave in there by putting a cool baked beans tin in a kettle and heat it up. Who knows? God gave me in that season a promise, I'll make you a property owner with a network of properties. And the sufferings of that present time cannot be compared with the glory that God is revealing in me. I'm on my way to 2023. I'm not going out of 2022 as a failure, I'm going out of 2022 with a shout. And I'm on my way to 2024. And when I get to 2025, I will look back and I will call 2022 broke. So much God is going to bless me in the years that lies ahead of me. Would you please stand? Lift up your right hand and declare. My letter shall be greater than the former. Raise your voice and declare, I have never seen the righteous forsaken and their seed beg for bread. Lift up your voices and declare, No eye has seen, nor ear has heard, God is prepared, prepared for me because I love Him. Give Him the best praise of you. dot com.